0: session together today Um, the field recording is actually taken while I was riding a water bus to my hostel in Venice last year the voices you can hear there are also the moments where I began to realize that something was wrong even though I didn't quite know what yet but I was soon to find out the pieces I'm going to play in the first half of the show today are excerpts from a live performance at the Audio Foundation in October 2020, um, a loosely composed 40-minute piece using recordings taken on my travels around Europe between January and March. As COVID hit the shores of the continent, I unknowingly stepped off a long commute over land from Ljubljana, Slovenia, to Venice, Italy, into a fluster of tourists trying to leave the city whom, unlike me, had heard the news that the villages in the neighbouring regions of Lombardy and Veneto had been quarantined. All the carnival events had been cancelled, and the whispers of a total Venice lockdown were rising. In the space of days, millions of tourists fled the city, leaving its streets and alleys empty except for the rocking of boats on the canals and the churn of the water buses. Um, In naivety and denial, I headed north across Europe as the pandemic snapped at my heels, uh, eventually finding myself stranded in the English countryside uh, until the bank began to run dry and I headed home from the epicentre to the outside. I remember the moment I realised the dream had truly ended as I sunk defeated into a train seat in Amsterdam and I began to hear the soft clicking sound of the man across the aisle from me counting prayer beads and the barely audible whisper of a prayer. So I guess this is a bit like story time story time with the taxi. I create works based around field recordings, biographical field recordings. They follow me where I go and they reflect the spaces and places and experiences that I have. I'm going to tell you a little bit about some of these field recordings today before I play you the pieces that they are a part of. The first field recording um, you will hear in this first piece, which is taken from the beginning of the performance I mentioned earlier, um, is a drone. It is, in fact, a short recording taken from a plane between Stockholm and Berlin. You'll hear the moment the seatbelt sign goes doong, marking the descent into the airport that I'm sure we're all familiar with. And following that, you'll hear some church bells that I heard while walking along the canals of Luplana and the mechanical noise of an ATM as I get some cash out to go to the supermarket. These are the moments between the planned observations and tourist attractions in which, like any time in any part of the world, Little sonic happenings pique curiosity and embellish our domestic fears. When I listen to this work, I sort of have these dreamlike visions of wandering through faded slow motion supermarkets where I fail to use the foreign language self checkouts and standing in big empty galleries, open af- after hours, no open late. After dark, um, the voiceover that comes in later in this piece is from such an experience. I don't actually have an interest in the subject ma- matter of what the is being talked about. I will mention that it is about a wonderful Nigerian painter called Njeriika Akanuli Crosby, um, whose work focuses on domestic stories and African women. The reason I recorded this was actually in frustration to make something out of a inconvenient situation. Uh, that being the <laughs> forced renting of an expensive audio guide in such a painfully irritating, posh English woman's accent that I could not bear to listen to it. And something about that incredibly posh and proper English accent talking about a Nigerian painter was mildly infuriating however it's made its way into this performance piece but there's really only one that I just wanted to talk about because it's very cute to be honest. It's taken outside of the Museum of Natural Sciences in Brussels, Belgium. I was pretty exhausted at this point in my trip, it is one week post Venice, um, and as i also been up all night in some basement squat rave I was rather tottering around quite dazed as I began going up this long flight of steps towards the museum. And I heard a noise in the distance that sounded familiar but I couldn't quite work out what it was. And then as I was walking up the steps I began to realise it was children and then I couldn't figure out why are children making that noise? And all the anticipation was really growing as I reached the top of these steps and I found the source of the sound. Which was a class of primary school children standing in front of a life-sized T-Rex statue, roaring all together over and over. So, I hope you will enjoy thinking about that. And maybe enjoy listening to a rather distorted version of that sound. Thank you.
1: there's no way.
0: could have gotten through a performance using field recordings taken while traveling through Europe and moving overseas only to be sent spiraling by a full blown pandemic without some stressful parts and this part of the performance I was really thinking about the feeling of being overwhelmed or anxious in a situation that you're trying really hard to enjoy and I remember feeling exactly like this in a busy street somewhere in Europe not long after I had left Venice, uh, on a very colourful, busy street in the African district of a city that I cannot quite remember, when suddenly a man came out of nowhere behind me, beating a drum and singing while marching down the street. And even though it was this really interesting moment, At the same time, it only added to the chaos and the cacophony that I felt around me, almost sending me over the edge, while I was clinging desperately onto my feelings of wonder and adventure while being met with these terrible luck and challenges along the way. There's a couple of other field recordings in there from stressful situations and stressful places. But almost, I guess, as a requiem to end this performance, uh, before I laid these field recordings to rest in my hard drive. This final part of the performance is a very peaceful recording. I find it was taken on a train on the way to my first destination, a town of 200 people in the Swedish Laplands called Abisko. And on my 18-hour journey by train in the stark, frozen landscape that almost hushes the passengers travelling, I began to hear this airy whine, almost a low howl, as we were turning this very expansive corner, I know it was a corner because just way off in the distance I could still see the tracks glinting in the light of the setting sun. And as we travelled on this huge machine, roaring through the still landscape, the train whirls and the friction of the icy tracks began to make a sound that was so airy and beautiful, I sometimes think about it late at night For the second half of the show, I thought I'd take you from these adventurous beginnings. My beginnings of this current debacle. I'm sure we each have our own. I'd like to take you from those beginnings all the way up to the present lockdown. In lockdown, there is, of course, a drastic change in our sonic environment. When it all began overnight, as the news of the outbreak settled upon the city... So, too, did all the noises, as the orchestra of human movement became a whisper. On my daily walks of sonic research around the city, I began to think about music as a social outreach in these socially isolated times. Not through our individualised listening at home, or even the sharing of sounds from people on the other side of a radio, But the music through open windows, from passing cars, from passing people on the pavement. Music shared between strangers through space without the intention of ever being an audience. There was an afternoon when walking down a pathway between two rows of flats, I stopped when I caught the sounds of a violin drifting out from a window alongside the path. And a man stopped behind me to listen too. And in a hiss of whispers over our distance of a few metres muffled by our masks, we agreed that it was the worst violin that we had ever heard. But we also said before we continued down the path of strangers that it was heartwarming too. And whomever the player was, I wished them all the best on their musical journey. Another time. On a walk home, I recorded the music emanating from a red light-lit window above a local pool, pokies and karaoke bar. In the window, I spotted the head of a person sitting and observing us passer by And we even locked eyes as I listened, and when I think of this social outreach of music in public spaces, I think of this person in the window as if they were using the music to say, I'm here, I'm listening, you're here, and you're listening too, and we're not alone. Other, mu- music- other musical recordings I've collected over lockdown uh, a such of people walking with Bluetooth speakers blasting and the sounds of a Shania Twain sing-along drifting into the park. I even followed the distant sound of a saxophone one day, Past a window where two people were playing a piano and singing together. And I followed the saxophone all the way through the park to the road. Where the saxophonists were standing. And I would like to add that I do not approve of playing your saxophone while wearing aviators. But no mask right next to a busy public pavement. But without further ado, I would like to present to you this jumbled music medley of public space lockdown music <laughs>
1: Because I'm I know she said i
0: I felt that now was a good time to explain my setup that I use for uh, these performances and works and um, without the use of any other instruments the basis is uh, DJ software Serato and a called Chaos DJ pad. It's pretty much a very small DJ controller with a chaos pad built into it and i can use the effects from the chaos pad and then from serato and the looping software and things like that built in to alter the sound of these field recordings to create the works that you hear um there is no other instrument in the following works unlike the previous half and so i thought i would better mention that if you're wondering the next piece is called groundhog gay A little tongue-in-cheek reference to my flatmate and I. And it represents a part of lockdown. That is the most common, really, in these sonic simplified existences. When we begin to notice the repetitions and the noises of our neighbours and flatmates, their domestic affairs become all the more prominent. In the repetition of the day, stuck inside. And so, the recordings in this piece are taken from inside my flat. One of them is of my neighbors in the apartment block where I live, in a 2.6 meter by 2.6 meter room with no windows. So as you can imagine, my neighbour's appreciation for pop music is a sonic backdrop to many of my days. And I've mixed that in with a recording of my flatmate teaching a virtual piano lesson while I play video games in my room. And a bird I heard out the window, not singing its own song, but the well-loved human song of the phone alarm. Repeating over and over as it does in the hour it takes me to get out of bed every day in lockdown. I wonder if you'll be able to hear the birds on this lockdown ambience. Um, This final piece starts off with a field recording I was taking of the town hall bells, which, although a familiar sound to me, I was still taken aback how much the timbre of the bells was so much more fuller and resonant without resonant without the grind of people and the vehicles in the city. I was thinking it's almost like it's higher in the mix of our sonic environment, almost like if lockdown public space, Sonics was a gig and Ashley Bloomfield was our sound guy and he's turned down the people. Anyway, the part of this recording that I actually found myself fixated on was the sound of my stumbling forward as I was trying to move to a bit of hearing point, and... I felt like the repetition of the stumbling in this piece is kind of alarming at first, um, almost like an accident or a clumsy action, and it's kind of anxiety-inducing, as it repeats and repeats and it repeats, with these sonorous sounds increasing. But I latched onto you know this for sound of stumbling forwards because I felt like something about that action spoke to me about the way it felt to be moving forward in lockdown the sort of clumsiness and repetition day in and day out as you try to move forward in this really uncertain situation. So it's stumbling forward. And it can be really frustrating, but it's it's still progress, you know. Um, and this is a stumbling leads into a, a straightforward recording I just wanted to share of a nice sonic treat I was given one afternoon. It's barely audible. These are not hi-fi recordings. My Tascam is currently missing half of its buttons. Uh, Oh, this is a total aside. I'm actually a big lover of the sound quality of the voice memo app on iPhones, and so if you're getting into field recording, I absolutely implore you to go ahead and get started using whatever cellular device you have nearby. Anyway, back to the subject of the show. Um, As I was saying, this barely audible rattle that you may be able to pick up took me a while to pick out where it was coming from. That rattling is the rattling of a latch on a flagpole in the wind, and that flagpole is actually on top of a tower, and that tower is actually on top of a downtown fire station It took me a good few minutes to identify this as the source of the sound, because it's so easy to forget how easily even the sound of something really small can travel over distance in the city when we're giving a little bit of peace. And even though I can't wait for lockdown to be over, there's a part of me that's going to miss this sonic environment and all the interesting sounds we can hear When we're not just listening to the everyday everyday drones in our public spaces.